Welcome to episode 89 of A Half Frame of the Real Photo Show. Today I catch up with Aaron Turner, who was on the show about a year ago, back on episode 50. And when we recorded then, uh, he was talking about a Twitter account he had started called Photogs of Color. And that's how I came to know about Aaron. It's an account that promotes photographers of color. And that has actually turned into a much bigger thing. He's actually working on a center for photographers of color at his new job at the University of Arkansas. And so we spend a lot of time talking about that on this episode. And I had some idea that there were changes in Aaron's life, which is why I wanted to do a catch-up episode with him. But I didn't realize just how much was going on with all the different things he's been doing and the, the awards and the fellowship and just a, a lot of great things happening for Aaron. And I'm really, really happy for him. And I think you'll be hearing a lot more about Aaron down the road uh, as this center comes together. Uh, so we have uh, just a fantastic conversation and I'm just so happy for him. Uh, uh, just a note on the JKC Gallery, the Tamara Torres show comes down next week. And then the Rachel Stern show goes up. Uh, her show is called Orpheus Looked. And Rachel was also a, a guest on the show. And if you're not familiar with her work, you can go to MissRachelStern.com. That's MSRachelStern, all one word, dot com. Uh, and it's the first time we're doing real installation work at the gallery. So uh, the dates for that show are April 11th to May 9th. And the reception is Wednesday, April 17th from 5 to 7 p.m. with an artist talk at 6 p.m. So I hope you can make it down to the gallery. If not, you can listen to her episode. It's one of our earlier episodes. I don't have the number handy, but it's uh, early on in the show. Uh, and then Rachel has a new book coming out. It's called Slow Morpheus. And when that book is released, and I, I think it's already been on press, but I don't know what the actual release date is. Uh, but when it does come out, we'll definitely do a catch-up show with Rachel. So again, her reception will be on uh, April 17th down at the JKC Gallery. And you can find out more about that show at mccc.edu forward slash JKC Gallery, all one word. All right, so my guest again is Aaron Turner, and this is just a little bit from his bio. Uh, Aaron Turner is a photographer and educator currently based in Arkansas. He uses photography to pursue personal stories of people of color in two main areas of the U.S., the Arkansas and the Mississippi Deltas. Aaron also uses the view camera to create still life studies on topics of race, history, blackness as material, and the role of the black artist. Aaron founded a curatorial project titled Photographers of Color in 2014 to aggregate the historical and contemporary work made by artists of color in lens-based media. Aaron will be developing the beginning stages of the Center for Photographers of Color within the School of Art at the University of Arkansas. Uh, he received his MA from Ohio University and his MFA from Mason Gross School of the Arts, Rutgers University. And he participated in 2018 in the Lightwork Artists in Residence at Syracuse. And we'll talk about some of the other fellowships and awards and residencies and all the other great things going on in his life uh, in this episode. So thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. And we will talk soon. How's it going, Michael? All right. It's been a while since we've spoken. It has been. It's, it's been so much time in between, what, but... Was it the a lot of your show at the gallery? Was that the last time we saw each other? 
Yes, that may have been was May 2017. Was that May? Wow, could or have a- been or April, somewhere in there. <laughs> so I noticed on Twitter you changed the name of your organization to the Center for Photographers of Color, right? Yes, yes, yeah. So the Photographers of Color for me has always been, you know, started on social media. But for me, the goal has always been to establish a physical place. And so this last few round of uh, applications and interviews, I started to like sort of incorporate that idea into uh, my cover letter. And so applied to University of Arkansas. They had a job opening. And fortunate enough, they were interested. Oh. And gave me the opportunity, gave me a little bit of funding gave me a little bit of resources to sort of get this idea started. So the Center for Photographers of Color is on its way to becoming a physical space. That's amazing. Yeah, very <laughs> slowly, but surely. So the, the Photographers of Color for me has always been about establishing a community of photographers and also being able to give photographers resources, but also be a place of scholarly research in a way. Yeah, so, so a real the, center. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's great. So wait, where are you working? (laughs) (laughs) Right now I'm working at the University of Arkansas. My official title is post MFA fellow in photography and uh, the coordinator for the Center of Photographers of Color. So did you move? Yes. Permanently? Yes, permanently, (laughs) at least for now. Wait, is your girlfriend (laughs) still in uh, Jersey? Yes, yes, she's still in (laughs) Jersey. Uh, Well, as of this weekend, she's my fiancé now. Oh, congratulations. Uh, (laughs) Wait a minute, all this great news. I mean, you know, normally when I catch up with photographers, (laughs) they've got a new book or maybe a show or something like that. You, Your whole life has changed. Yes, pretty fast. (laughs) That's fantastic. (laughs) So this weekend you proposed? Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it, Mike. Yeah, that's really great. Uh, uh, are the plans to all move down then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to get that going. And, you know, one thing I've learned about photography is like timelines and you can never really be sure when something's going to happen. You just got to put the wheels in motion mm-hmm. and sort of just let it let it happen. But definitely first big step is to get, uh, you know, get that proposal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so are you, uh, you're out of uh, Bard then? Yes, out of Bard. I left Bard at the end of December and I uh, packed a moving truck, shipped my things ahead of time and I sort of took my time moving across country, uh, stopped in Virginia, caught up with my brother and his fiance, spent Christmas with their family. Are you having with joint her, weddings uh, or something? Are you, you going to have weddings together? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not, but that's, that's not out of the question. But um Made my way to Memphis, Tennessee, and then went from Memphis, Tennessee to Fayetteville, Arkansas. So it was about a, about a 1,200, 1,400-mile trip, about 21, 23 hours over a few days. So so this isn't strange territory for you. How is it down there? Oh, it's great. It's, it's good to be back in Arkansas. I grew up in West Memphis, Arkansas, about four hours and 30 minutes east of where I'm living now. So now I'm in uh, northwest Arkansas, Fayetteville, Arkansas, University of Arkansas, um, and it, it's, it's mountainous. It's the Ozarks. Hmm. My brother and my dad both studied architecture here at University of Arkansas. Oh, yeah. I remember you saying that. Yeah. yeah last time I was here was about 2000, 2001 when my uh, older brother graduated. So 
everything's sort of coming full circle in a way. It really has. So, that's that's fantastic. Where is your girlfriend originally from? I'm, and I keep saying girlfriend, fiance, and what is her name? Yeah. <laughs> uh, my fiance's name is Amaya, and she's originally from Best Eye. Oh, okay. Is she ready for the move? Yes, she's ready. <laughs> <laughs> You've probably been down there together, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, she's visiting me here in a few weeks for the first time. Oh, so wow. just saw her, as I said, like, this past weekend, you know, so it's been about three months well, since I've seen her. She's finishing up a degree as well, right? No, actually, oh. she actually she finished her degree at Syracuse a few years ago, oh. and she worked at Exxon for a few years, and now she's working at a company close by. Oh, so she's she's in Jersey because of the petroleum business or the chemical business? Material science this time oh. around. Uh, so, uh, what is your job like? Like, what's your day to day? My day to day. So right now on Mondays and Wednesdays, I'm teaching. Uh, had of an 8 a.m. class, unfortunately. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> loves an 8 a.m. class. <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 been interesting getting used to that. But I'm I'm in in the full swing of things. I'm used to it now. The student, my students are getting used to it. So teaching uh, twice a week, uh, one class digital photography. And right now the class is moving. We're sort of moving into having more of our lab days and getting prepped for our final uh, project and um, all that kind of stuff, having them doing research uh, presentations and final papers or analysis papers and stuff. And uh, when I'm not teaching, I am trying to prep stuff for the center, but also sort of as a fellow, I'm, I'm a part of the faculty in the photo department. So, you know, working with graduate students, doing studio visits, uh, going to faculty meetings. This past two weeks, we've had our prospective graduate students for the fall visiting. So uh, hosting people, uh, you know, having one-on-ones with people and things like that. Also, you know, I don't see how the best way to describe this. <laughs> you know, people are visiting. There's interviews happening, um, all types of searches and for people's positions and things like that, because they're hiring a lot of new people here at University of Arkansas. Are you on a lot of search committees then? No, no, not on search committees, but I've just been going to the talks, uh, you know, people visiting and things like that. So it's just been interesting. So coming from the technical side of things at Bard College, more so toward the faculty side uh, has been interesting. So learning a lot of new things, understanding a lot of new things, just getting a feel for it. But it is something you've wanted, right? To be faculty. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. How has this affected, you know, work you've been doing? I'm sure you've kind of set everything aside to to work on, on the center and everything else, right? Sort of yes and no. So uh, last time since we talked, I, I did the Artist in Residency program at Lightwork in Syracuse. Yes, so I remember. That August of 2018, I was there the whole month and ended up making almost 200 new photographs oh, fantastic. Um, for Black Alchemy. So I've still been working on that body of work. So the main thing I've been working on is just sort of applying to things with that work. Uh, other residencies, uh, just got the Infoco Fellowship. So applied there with the new body of work. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, so yeah. just... Yeah, just being strategic and getting the work out there and applying to different things and just sort of sitting with it uh, from what I made back in August. So mm-hmm. that, that's kind of where my personal work is sitting and applying to a lot of things. Now that I'm on the research side of things, uh, I apply to a few like travel grant research uh, things at the Center for Creative Photography at University of Arizona. So I'll be going there 
Uh, I just got a travel grant from them. So I'll be going there to do some research on uh, a few African-American photographers uh, there. So in addition to working on a center for photographers of color, I have my own main research area emphasis, which is African-American photographers. Kind of goes hand in hand, right? <laughs> exactly. And then the, the center of photographers of color sort of looks at the wide spectrum. Yeah. But my main specific interest is African-American photographers. Right, right. Will there be other people working with you at the center then who will have other areas of expertise? Yes. The, t- the other two faculty members in the photo department is Rebecca Drolin, uh, who pe- played a pivotal role in getting me here to University of Arkansas, and uh, Zora Murph, who's another very talented photographer, um, is a visiting assistant professor now uh, in the department. So working with those two um, has been great, trying to get some things off the ground, applying to a few things, and um, just trying to get planned and map the whole entire thing out. Um, right now, I'm trying to get the website going. Oh. Well, you don't have to build the website, do you? No, you know, I probably use one of those uh, pre-made platforms, Squarespace. Seems Squarespace, to be I want, <laughs> feel free to... Uh... <laughs> support the podcast <laughs> so um yeah so pr- probably you know go one of those routes and you know uh, get a blog going get some q a's up there and uh one of the things i'm trying to get going is oral history so a podcast trying to get that going nice uh, so i'll be reaching out to people here soon and possibly trying to get some artists to visit uh over the summertime and uh maybe try to do some uh collaborations there that so. sounds fantastic yeah I say again, what is it you received, you uh, were awarded with Enfoco? Enfoco is, it was just their annual call, the Enfoco Photography Fellowship. Hmm. Um, I think they awarded to about uh, anywhere from like 10 to 12 people uh, annually every year. Um, they give you a little bit of money. There is a exhibition that goes along with that. And I believe it is June 19th. Oh, that's coming uh, up. Yeah, so uh, I'll be in New York over the summer. Is that in the Bronx? Yeah, it's in the Bronx. Yeah. There are spaces in the Bronx. I'm not going to give the specific location because I'm I'm not that familiar with it yet. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. We'll get it out there once it's up. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, Arizona, how did that come about? Well, I have always been looking at the Center for Creative Photography, and that's you know between them and looking at what Lightwork does and their residency program. So the Center for Photography, uh, Center for Photographers of Color, trying to really morph it into a hybrid of all these other great residency programs, Woodstock, you know, all the good ones out there, and. So University of Arizona, they just have these open calls each year. You apply by a certain date. Um, the grants range from anywhere from like $2,000 all the way up to $5,000. And you get to come to their uh, location there at University of Arizona. And you can look through their archives. So the particular one that I applied for it was just for that to look at. I'm looking at three particular photographers, Roy DeCarava, Dawood Bay, and Carrie Mae Weems. Uh, and they all are present in the archives there. So I'll be looking at their work there. So they're not they're not obscure, right? No, no, no. What's what's the sort of take on what you're looking for? Well, the tie the the sort of like the pre basis or like uh, what I apply with my interests and in, um, is that Roy DeCarava was affiliated with Lightwork. He was in the first contact sheet there. Mm. And then he was a sort of a mentor to Dawood Bay, who also did the Lightwork residency program. 
And then Dawood Bay was sort of a mentor toward Carrie Mae Weems. Oh. Uh, I think they met in the 70s when he was working at the Studio Museum in Harlem. And then she ended up doing the light work residency program. Wow. And so, and then also the other connection is Carrie Mae Weems and Dawood Bay both have MacArthur uh, Grant Fellowships. So three pivotal heavyweight African-American photographers had an impact on one another and also just this huge impact on the history of photography, the entire narrative of photography. Absolutely. So it's just something important to explore and look at, I feel. Yeah. I didn't know the, all the connections. So that's really interesting. Um, how far along, like, like how far away do you think you are with actually having the center up and running? Well, here at the University of Arkansas, part of the reason I came here is that it's well-funded. And, and that was how they were able to bring me here. They got, I think, starting around 2013, 2014, there was a $30 million endowment. Endowment, yes. Yeah. That's the correct word I'm looking for. <laughs> uh, there was a $30 million endowment given to the University of Arkansas School of Art. So then they were able to establish a school of art. You know, Amazing. the first one, the only one in the state of Arkansas. And then a $40 million uh, donation or endowment came after that. Wow. Um, and that is for a building. So some type of physical space for the Center for Photographers of Color hopefully will be in that uh, space. So that's the plan. Yeah. Um, so working toward that. And so, you know, things just take time. Yeah, uh, it's in in the future. But it gives uh, you time to think about it organizationally and exactly. and event wise and all those things. Right. Exactly. Do you have already have something in mind, like an opening day kind of idea? No, uh, not right now. Right now, I'm talking to two artists, one which is one of your former guests. And trying to figure out some things uh, with bringing. That, are them. you keeping that a secret? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm keeping okay. it a secret That's for okay. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, wow, what a tease! <laughs> one of my former guests. <laughs> but um, just trying to get some things worked out now because there's already like a visiting artist schedule for this semester, so things are sort of on a semester to semester basis. Sure. There's the Crystal Bridges Museum here, so there's some potential there. Uh, met a curator there spoke with them and they have a residency program there as well so you know people coming in and out visiting crystal bridges and visiting the university of arkansas there's a lot of potential for original content to be created um that's sort of where the podcast comes in guests that i will bring out uh i will do a podcast episode with them you know for every visiting artist and you know just things like that and i'll be working on my own individual projects like i was talking about uh with the three photographers at university of arizona and you know that, that that's sort of my timeline i'm sort of keeping you know working on my own creative studio practice my own uh scholarly research and then i'm trying to get the center up and, and running yeah no it's a lot you have a lot going on and you're engaged and <laughs> So you're a fellow now, you said, right? Yeah. So equivalent to, you know, someone who, you know, uh, someone who has their terminal degree, PhD or MFA, uh, postdoctoral fellow, I'm just a post-MFA fellow. Do you, is that something where eventually you, you might be like the director of the center, that, that, that role will change or that position will change? Or is fellow like a, a long-term position? Yeah, fellow for now, my, my current position is, is sort of a three-year position. You know, working toward the goal of making the center something more uh, permanent and tangible, and then 
you know how academia works. Something else comes after that. You have to figure out oh, determine. Yeah and how things work so oh no you, you, <laughs> you cannot see three years in advance there's <laughs> exactly. no way so enjoy the ride <laughs> exactly. oh that's so. fantastic wow this i mean i can't believe how much good news you have i mean how many things you have going on which is really really great yeah so just just trying to just learning from those around me learning from artists that i look up to just always having something in the works you know applying for everything. Uh, my brother always tells me to cast a wide net, you know, whether you're applying for a job, uh, applying to a residency, uh, grants, fellowships, yeah. whatever, just put the idea out there and you just never know what could come back. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tease this information and nothing is set and it can all go away, mm-hmm. but I'm actually in talks with some people about possibly starting uh, a Trenton version of the Bronx Documentary Center, a Trenton Documentary oh, Center. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's there's a lot of enthusiasm for it. No money. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to kind of pilot it in a, in a, a sort of experimental way, you know, a test pilot sort of uh, program. Uh, but, you know, being part of the college, I, I have a lot of resources in the photography program mm-hmm. that I can use. But... Uh, not, um, you know, so far, not a whole lot of commitment from the college for space other than what I already have, which mm-hmm. can possibly work. But, you know, it's, it's been a real roller coaster up and down ride because, you know, I had asked for a, a sort of a, a little pot of money to build a new darkroom in Trenton and all kinds of things. And the college didn't want to go for that. But I do have a darkroom on another campus in West Windsor, and that can be part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but so but we have a new dean at the uh, Trenton campus and some new interest in it and a a few people who I I won't name yet, but um, I'm sure wouldn't mind being named down the road uh, who are also interested. And I've spoken to Michael Camber and he fully supports the idea over the Bronx Doc Center and, you know, he'll help however he can with mostly advice, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, but we'll see. We'll see, you know, and, and you know, of course, you know, really well, the, the, these things, the first, you know, the first year of planning is so tenuous, you know, anything can happen. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's so many resources out there. And I've sort of been in, uh, just, you know, briefly talking with um, Danielle Zalcom over at Women Photograph, sure. uh, just getting advice on, on how to get things going, uh, you know, nonprofit status and all that kind of stuff. Just trying to, you know, trying to figure it out and make the right steps and the folks over at Diversify Photo. Oh, they're fantastic um, too. Yeah. Brent Lewis and Andrea Wise. So, and and there's just a lot of initiatives happening mm-hmm. to uh, Reclaim Photo, Authority Collective, uh, Natives Photograph. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's just a lot of things happening at once. This is a really good time for photography. Uh, I like how a lot of people are taking the initiative into their own hands and really uh, adding value to work. I helped creating put together, their own original content. Oh, absolutely. I, I, so I just helped put together a panel discussion at the School of Visual Arts for Photo Feminas with Veronica Sanchez-Pencomo. Yes, Photo Feminas, yes. I know, there's, these great, these organizations, they're just so great. And, and I think what's great about them is they're not, they're not like forming and saying, this is mine, this is mine, this is mine. This is like, you know, everybody is willing to help everyone, which is just exactly. amazing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So this, I mean, this is the perfect time in photography to sort of get something started, get an original idea, and uh, just just get it out there. And, and uh, the mo- the money is out there. It's just about finding yes. it and 
and being strategic and um, challenging people, approaching people. Um, and and w- one of my um, tasks here is to look for external funding for the Center for Photographers of Color. So yeah, um, yeah, I, I've reached out to a few people and they were interested, but I had uh, nowhere for them to give money to at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now yeah. maybe in a few weeks I will. <laughs> yeah, it's tricky, but I think you'll eventually find the funding for it. It's just about. Uh, and right now with the Center for Photographers of Color, what, what I'm trying to do is, is get original content made. Like I said, Q&As, podcast episodes, uh, visiting artists. Um, I've actually be, I had a little bit have a little bit of money to buy books. I've been buying books uh, to start a library. So mm-hmm. that, that's a part of the research aspect of it. Uh, visually, uh, I uh, eventually want external scholars regionally, local, uh, nationally, uh, internationally to come to University of Arkansas and do research. Nice. Uh, so, but but you know that's kind of how it works. You started, you know, photogs of color on Twitter, right? I mean, that mm-hmm. was kind of the beginning of it. It was yeah. just a Twitter account uh, where you were uh, trying to promote photographers of color. Exactly. Yeah, and um, now that because you had that and you had that platform, you're you were able to bring your um, you know your experience and your connections and you know, your, um, your ability to reach out to other people to what you're doing now, right? And it was step by step. And in a similar way, you know, I, you know, I want to start this documentary center and I have all, I have a lot of things I can bring to it. You know, I do have the mm-hmm. podcast and I do have the gallery and I do have a photography program um, and resources in, in Trenton and all. And so, yep. you know, that's what you want to do. You, you want to um, sort of start this foundation and you don't even know where, what's going to happen. Like, I'm sure you had no idea where photo- Photographers of Color was going at the time. Exactly. Or, yeah. I mean, I thought I was just going to be a faculty member at a college and try to continue my own work. And it just kept kind of growing and to the point yeah. where I, I, I have enough now where I could really offer something. Yeah. And even, um, and you know, you're speaking about, you know, being a faculty member and uh, doing your own work. And I just get so much joy out of bringing exposure to other people's work. My first master's was uh, uh, in photojournalism from Ohio University. And even sort of toward the end of my time there, uh, I was more focused on becoming a photo editor because I I really enjoyed looking at other people's work. And, you know, I just had this idea, man, if I could, you know, get a position as a photo editor and hire people to do work and get people to see the uh, other photographers, you know, their vision and perspective and their uniqueness. uh, I just get excited, you know, about looking at other people's work. And that's what that's the driving force behind photographers of color. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if you can be excited by other people's work, it so much energizes your own work as well. Exactly. And not be envious or jealous or just, you know, of course, there's always a little bit of that when someone, you know, so when a peer <laughs> is like, oh, you got that? All right. <laughs> you know, yeah. But, but uh, you know, when you can be excited about seeing other people's work and excited about sharing that work with students and all that, I mean, that just that's that's how I keep going. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and you know, what I'm trying to do right now with photographers of color and, and sort of the reason I started is because, you know, I was on this photographic education and I was not exposed to a lot of photographers of color. That's, that was the I, beginning I, of our last yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I became exposed to those things, uh, in my own endeavors and through people I had met here and there. So yeah, yeah. that's, that's, the constant motivation behind that. And so what I'm trying to do now and and what all these other organizations are trying to do now, hopefully we can begin to correct the narrative. We can help 
you know, shape the future narrative of the history of photography, as opposed to now what's happening. Um, you see a lot of articles about Gordon Parks, Rorde Carava, <laughs> mm-hmm. Kimonge workshop. Uh, it's just all these things that are, Jamel Shabazz, just all these things people keep having to dig up all these left out narratives uh, that should have been included in the first place. Right. I know that, um, you know, with Dawood Bay, he's, He's writing new history, right? I mean, exactly. Yeah, he's he's just he's now in, you know in real life adding to the the history of photography, which is just amazing. His body of work is solidified, and it's important to the overall historical narrative. Absolutely. So, do you have a uh, a proposal story? How did you do it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I flew. So this past weekend was uh, my fiance's birthday. So I flew there on a, on a Friday and uh, proposed on a Saturday. Her birthday was a Sunday, and I flew back here. So <laughs> it, it all kind of happened in about a span of 72 hours. And so uh, just a little bit of planning with her mom and sister and talking to her dad and all that kind of stuff. So yep. uh, it was some months uh, in the works, so planning nice. toward that. <laughs> was, was there any doubt? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no doubt, no doubt. You know, I was nervous about, you know, the whole plan and, you know, trying to, you know, you just wanted to go perfect. You know, nothing is perfect, but you just wanted to, you know, go the way you envision it in your head and, of you know, course. just get it, get it done, you know, make and make it a happy moment. So, you know, all that right. happened. So was, I can't complain. Was there any surprise? Yeah, she was very surprised. Oh, good. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it, it all worked out. I wanted to go for that surprise factor and, you know. Yeah bring a little bit of shock to it and, yeah. <laughs> you know my wife was just telling the story of of when i proposed to her and um i did it on the um I, uh, the uss constellation in uh baltimore harbor uh, wow yeah because yeah, she's from baltimore um but when i uh when i pulled out the box out of my jacket she <laughs> said and she was telling this to some friends of ours i was hoping they were earrings because <laughs> i thought it was too early <laughs> Wow. So how long did you know your wife? It it was uh, quick. I mean, it was under a year. Wow. wow, Yeah. But you know, you know, we were older too. Sometimes you just know. Sometimes you just know. Yeah. You know, yeah, I've been knowing my uh, fiance for about eight years and, you know, uh, it was friendship first and then serious dating. And then now this next, this final step, you know, Mm -hmm. um, of of getting things rolling toward, you know, a life together. Yeah. Well, congratulations yeah. again. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, you know, thanks for catching up. I, you know, I knew, I knew things were changing for you. I didn't realize how much. Yeah, and, and you know, it all really started for uh, with this podcast because you know, in between this, you know, uh, 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 Patrice Helmer reached out to me yep. after hearing my podcast episode. So uh, we've started, a, you know, a, you know, a friendship relationship, uh, photography. I love Patrice. You know, she's pretty she's amazing. Uh, one of the best people to know. And then I had already known Emil, and Emil. Uh, we've done some things together since then. And Yola, oh yeah, Stockton. Yola. So uh, me and Patrice were in a show together there, and also uh, Jared Thorne. Um, Jared, I had listened to his episode after uh, you know doing an episode with you and. Uh, he's amazing, a uh, very thoughtful photographer, and he's very running a passionate, great, great program out in Ohio. Yeah, absolutely. At Ohio State. So uh, just 
this has been the start of everything for me. So, you know, I owe a lot to the podcast and you. So oh, just thank, thank you for the opportunity. And then all the things you do, you know, with the podcast and everything else. And I know you're a passionate educator and you, you're very passionate about your students and everything. So it's just it's just a great community to be a part of. And, you know, I can't say, you know, I, I don't know what else to say beyond <laughs> that. It's just... I wasn't expecting that. And thank you very much. I'm, I'm totally uh, humbled and blushing over here. <laughs> well, I love all the things you're doing. And uh, I love that your career is just growing in leaps and bounds right now. So that is fantastic. And, uh, you know, maybe down the road, we can uh, do some joint venture when we have our, our centers going. Oh, absolutely. I am all about collaboration. So Anytime we get together and do something, make something happen, I'm all for that. Yeah. Well, uh, let me know next time you're uh, up here in New Jersey to visit your fiance. We can go out to dinner. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, that's great. Well, thanks again. All right. Thank you, Michael. Okay. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.